Hey everybody, just a quick heads up. Today's episode is going to contain not only some spoilers, but also a little bit of adult-oriented content just because of the nature of Game of Thrones. So, just beware. If you have little kids around, put them away. Put them away. Put them in the Earmuffs. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. This is David. And this is Zach. Oh, you're going by David now. Uh, Dave. Okay, David. I was going to say, I think that's a new one. <laughs> oh, I got, now I have to take it back. I feel so kind of... No, I'm kidding. Dave um, or David. Any, yeah, yeah we're, we're... You guys were excited. Okay, so if you listen to the mini-sode, uh, we, had, we had a little bit of a redo on something. A little schedule change. Uh, we... <laughs> We recorded and we're like ready to go with our Diablo episode, which is going to be next week. Fantastic episode. Uh, it was so much fun to record. Uh, but then we realized that Game of Thrones is coming out and we have been planning on doing a Game of Thrones episode with this release since we started the show in and January. For some reason, the last two weeks, are, we had to re-record an episode. And so all of our whole schedule yeah. just got and nobody thought about it until we yeah. realized Oh crap! Right, it's Sunday, and we already recorded like yeah. the intro to the other one. So, so there's been a little bit of schedule shifting, but you know what? You guys just you guys are the best. Thanks for sticking Thanks for being with it. us. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So here we are, and you've clicked on the button, and you know, like we mentioned, in two days it begins. Yes, I thought it was later in the month for some reason. No, uh, right, in the month, right before Easter. They want to catch everybody before they go on vacation. Yeah, spring break. But uh, we will be talking uh, about a big old franchise here. But but first, we do have a guest in the studio. Yes. Uh, so I was I, I was fortunate enough to get my buddy Greg Davis in on the show. Greg, say hello. Hey guys, oh, glad to be on. here. Thanks for having me. Of Excited course. to uh, to nerd out for a little while. Absolutely, um, we yeah. needed an expert. And yeah. Greg's an expert. Yeah, I, I, more of an enthusiast probably, but I, hey, I'll fill know, in the gaps where I can. For sure. <laughs> we always say we're lovers and not experts, but right. absolutely, yes. more of yeah. an expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more of a lover. Who is out there who will uh, be able to check some of my knowledge, perhaps? And I we encourage comments. Yes, yeah, yeah. Send those emails. Well, please, that's the thing. You know, we're not, we're not. This show is definitely not a. Uh, we hope that you guys learn something yeah. and, and glean something, but it's not a show that you come to to. to I like learn. the fun facts that aren't like, yes. oh, this is a little trivia, that's, right? Exactly. <laughs> and learn from that. You know, work. it's. Uh, if you guys haven't heard some of the earlier episodes, the, the way that the show even got started is uh, back when Dave and I were in school together. Uh, we would sit. In the green room, and uh, which for actors is just like, you know, the lounge, essentially. And we would just talk about movies and music and TV shows and video games for hours. And we were just like, what if we just uh, kind of put a microphone in front of this? So it's never been like, a, you know... Uh, you need to know everything type thing. It's just like, you know, we want to just get together Talk and, to entertain ourselves. Yeah, really. really we're just, we're just doing this for ourselves. Right. <laughs> As with everything. Um, but we are talking about game of Thrones this week. Yes. The big one. The final season is airing this Sunday. The 13th begins. Uh, I understand that every episode is going to be about two hours long. It's like an hour and a half, hour and a half to two. They're full like feature length films. Basically. They, it's, they, they, they promised a lot lengthier episodes up front, but as we've gotten closer, I think the first one is really in line with classic seasons. in hour. An hour, but I think there are a few that are going to be closer to an hour 20. Yeah. I heard yeah. Uh, one of the rumors is that they broke a record with the longest battle sequence in film history. Movies really? and television. It what? took them over a month to film, I guess. And it's bigger than the Battle of the Bastards. Wow. It is apparently, I'm guessing it's probably going to be like a whole damn episode. 
Yeah. <laughs> It'll just be the whole. Yeah. Uh, it, they Probably. said it breaks. I'd be okay with it that though. Breaks, if I'm being it honest. shatters so, yeah. all records. Yeah. They said so. I mean, think of all those like Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. It right. beats that. It beats you know all that stuff. So for you guys that aren't super familiar with the show, or if you are familiar with the show, even better. Uh, Game of Thrones has been this behemoth phenomenon in like the in the television and like fantasy world, uh, which when we get to talking about the video games is very surprising because for as big as it's gotten, the games are it's depressing. Uh, That's yeah, a better it's, word, yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's bad. especially in such a ripe world and universe. Yeah. And like already there have been a couple fantasy games. If I've you know, yeah. let me, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I checked my notes. Sure, there have been <laughs> yeah. a couple in the years, but um, but where did so the books were written in the nineties, correct? I don't know. In the first, first one was published in ninety one. Ninety one. Okay, and when did a when, Game of Thrones? Yeah, and you've read all the books, Greg. I have. Yes, I actually started reading them. Uh, in seventh grade. Phenomenal. Oh, wow. yeah, so uh, well before the craze. Yeah. So I, it was actually uh, two brothers at the youth group that I was two going brothers. to at the time. And they suggested it to me. And this was in the throes of, I mean, I grew up as a complete fantasy nerd. So like, yeah. sure. the Lord of the Rings trilogy was already under my belt by that time. I'd been reading uh, sort of Shannara series, uh, Terry Goodkind sort of truth. So okay, yeah. uh, Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. So it was very very much in the fantasy world. And this got suggested to me and I was, you know, by from the first few pages, I was hooked. I mean, just the amount of detail. And not just because yeah. it was naughty. No, <laughs> that was, that was the other thing too. Yeah. Cause wow. like as a seventh, like 12, 13 year old okay. kid. What, what youth group were you yeah. going to? Where they're like, <laughs> no, we should probably say now we didn't at the beginning of the episode. Disclaimer. I, I can throw it in. We'll yeah. do it yeah. but from here on out. Also spoiler, huge spoiler alert. We're not yeah. holding any bars. Uh, sure. We are. Yeah. There we're going to do spoiler and ex, we're not going to be explicit. Language but the, wise, but there is content, yeah, the, adult content. The content of this show. Extreme violence, whole. extreme sexual so activity. That brings me back to that brings me back to what type of youth group were you going to <laughs> I mean, but you, you know. know. But, but but that is the thing. Like seventh it grade. It wasn't during the right. Yeah, it's like, the books, during so. Bible study, it's like, hey, I got a different book. But on <laughs> like, break, you know, when they went out for their cigarette breaks. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They would, you know, discuss politics slid under the book cover you know just and i mean i guess that is kind of you know like seventh grade boys it's like there's there's always like that aspect of like hey you know maybe we shouldn't be reading this or playing this video game heightens it you know it only makes it that much sweeter so absolutely so greg's read all the books zach all the books that are currently out because george rr is farting around with those last two (laughs) he sure is don't even get me started yeah Yeah. we'll get it that'll be that's future of the franchise we'll get there at the end of the episode yes zach have you read any of the books? I haven't. Okay. Uh, I I read like the first two shame. pages of the first shame. one. Shame. 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 This is going to be full of references. We're going to walk Zach oh, naked yeah. through the streets as we throw a poop at him. You know, I do that every Thursday that's, anyway. That's so it's weekend. just, yeah, exactly. It's, is, it, is it really a party if I'm not walking naked through the streets? Yeah. I and, can go without the poop. That's <laughs> I had, I've only read the first book, A Game of Thrones. Uh, and I read that in New York. It was well after the series had started. Okay. I borrowed it from uh, my then roommate, Peter, a very good friend, also very uh, ex- a huge expert. on. He, he commented he, on my status. Yeah, yeah he's, I was... he's read them all. He loves the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was reading them also before the show came out. So, yeah, you know, that baseline. I, I respect the people that much more. The fans who are like, I was right. reading it in the 90s. So, I mean, I love to do this whenever we have a guest on. I like to kind of dive into the first experiences with it. Now, mm-hmm. you were saying like, so you had this when you were in seventh grade. Was it like a 
continuous thing for you? Like, did you like right away? Did you finish all of them in a row? Oh yeah. So, okay. uh, so as soon as I borrow and I actually borrowed the copy from one of the brothers who lent it to me, I think I was done with it within a few weeks. Oh wow. Um, and I it's was dense. Guys. I was a voracious a reader when I was a wow. kid. Like I was the type of kid who like the parents would be like, all right, now go to sleep. And <laughs> for up. the next two hours I had the reading lamp on like hidden yeah. from the door so right. that they couldn't see it. But no, I, I tore through it. And at the time, what a problem for parents to have, right? I, know, <laughs> I had like books I like stored around yeah. Yeah. The, the house from just like random reading spots. The bathroom was a big one. For yeah. Me. Uh, but, but no, I, the first three were the ones that were out at the time. And I think I went through them in the first four or five months of being wow, introduced nice. to the series. And then about a year, not even a year after that is when Feast for Crows came out. So I bought that. I, I was going to ask that came out. I think well, we, now that was the fourth book. Yes. Feast for Crows. Did the fifth book, did that wait till the show started? I, wasn't there a release I, right when out, the book I there, Yeah, I think I so. I think it came out the same year. I think it was 2011. To get that. So it, there was the a bit of a gap. 2011, yes. So there was a few years yes, gap well, between From what I five. heard, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because you guys have both read the first book anyway. Mm-hmm. I've heard that the first few episodes especially are like word for word the book. Like – it, it's like like it, like it down to the eye color or like the steps that someone's taking. I it's remember like, I remember seeing the obviously seeing the show first uh, in sure. at, at OU. I was still at OU. We would watch it every week at the apartment. But in the first couple episodes and Peter was like, oh, you've got this is going to be amazing. I can't wait. This is going to yeah. be my favorite show. In the first couple episodes, it takes some time. Oh, it yeah, really does. They do. They show you a little White Walker action. They, the guy's out in the who gets beheaded. But right. even though he was like doing his yeah. job, uh, which is great. But it took a while. And I remember when I read the book uh, for it was a few seasons in, I was like, OK, yeah, yeah. They take their time, but they really had to. Yeah. And the book. I mean, talk about names and rules and yeah. banner sigils and nicknames and rules of the families. I was so glad that I had at least watched a couple seasons first. Yeah. So I had an inkling of the very important characters and how they at least sure. semi-related. Did, did to you each find other. that hard to track with in the book or was it easier to so, think? So I actually love that because each of the books had like these little appendices at the yes. back that really? went through like each of the houses, the breakdowns for for all the lineages. And okay. um, it would even go over like uh, House Targaryen and people across the sea, like known notable factions and things like that. So you got a good breakdown of that. And I, I ate that kind of stuff because oh, yeah. I was also like, like, like a I Silmarillion. Said, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was very Tolkien-esque. And that's one thing yeah. that to me was very enticing was the rich level of detail. Oh, yeah. um, I know a lot of people kind of despise Tolkien's writing. Uh, you either love it or hate it if you're a fantasy nerd because of that level of detail and some of the tangents right. and the amount of richness the to the world. Because it, wasn't yeah. like, but it, I, oh, there's a lot of singing in Lord of the Rings people don't realize. Or they don't absolutely. read it as that. Or it's like hymns almost, yeah. sort of, how they... You well, know, it wasn't poetry. something where, like, yeah. in, the, in the books, I mean, I heard that Mr. Martin would spend, like, pages, like, almost a chapter describing a meal. Just going on with this, like, I mean, maybe not quite chapters, but, like, you know, it, it would be this like, intense detailed. level of detail. It is. It's not it wasn't as bad as I think of another one that's more that's also somewhat contemporary that takes after Tolkien is like Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series. That one was more like I've, I've never heard of that. It's, it's another very far reaching. I think it's got 14 books. Oh, to wow. It. Oh, wow. Um, is that, it as, as good as Game of Thrones? I'm trying to find new books, man. <laughs> I mean, 
it's older. One oh, has okay. an HBO so it's series. A little bit more of a Although I believe Amazon, I believe it's Amazon that's picking up. Oh really? Time Amazon becomes the next Netflix. Um, they're like, we'll so, get, grab it. Yeah, yeah they're, they're yeah they're trying. Yeah. But that level of detail, I I loved it as a kid, and yeah. you know, that, to me that helped that helped to to flesh out the world even more. Like that level of detail really stitches it together. And that's why it was so gratifying to finally see it on the screen. Like having a picture built up in, in your mind is one thing, but when you actually see it uh, come to life and and not have it just exist in your mind's eye. Right. And that obviously sometimes makes some expectations a little different or you expect to see it one way and sure. it comes, comes out another way. But that's just kind of, that's that's kind of the magic of it. Like it doesn't right. have to yeah. look I, the same way to me as opposed to to you guys. Like Winterfell might look one way to me as opposed to you, but then you see it on the screen and you're like, okay, that's but it. At the same looks time, cool. I remember in the book's description, you have to, I have to hand it to HBO. Just from the first book I read, they have they did an excellent job. The only one they really didn't follow was when characters would have like blue skin, or like the Targaryens are supposed to be like silver skin or like. Purple eyes, purple eyes. Really? There's some characters who are like very oddly colored. Like there might be, there's a dude with like blue skin and stuff like it. They, they want, I think they were like, okay, we've got dragons and some white water. Let's, let's keep it grounded a little closer to reality. So, so it's not as like, cause in Lord of the Rings, it's like you have elves and dwarves and orcs and this and that you can pull from like many different races. I think by cutting out some of that character's design, you make the human race a little more of a, like a dependent on each other. Right. Like you bring them together as, you know, um, and, but kind of on the idea of the, how detailed the book is, it reminded me of Shakespeare where you start reading any like script or sonnet from Shakespeare and you just have to go with it. You're, he's not going to hold your hand for the first couple pages until you get used to how he talks and how he tells his right. story. Yeah. You're, you're going to hear characters being like right away being like, well, remember and years ago, this is what happened with this guy and this guy and that guy. And this is why this meat tastes like this. And you just got to be ready. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. And you've got to accept it. And you'd be no. like, Oh, this is got the world I'm in. I'm yeah. definitely not going to understand all this right away, but it gets me into the rhythm. It gets me into like, you know, so it, it makes it at least, you know, appetizing. Sure. Sure. Well, and, and so while we're still kind of diving into the past of the franchise and all that, uh, I feel like the the past of this franchise in particular, it's so because of the fact that, that the books and the show were staggered a little bit, the past of this franchise almost feels staggered. Like because you were saying the books were out in what the the nineties, early nineties, early nineties, first one in ninety one, mm-hmm. okay, and then throughout the nineties, the next three. So, so I mean, and really, and I don't, you know, when I was growing up, I hadn't even heard of the books Mm, and I I didn't hear about it until it was a show. And even then I didn't watch it until probably two years ago, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah. Really late to the party. Uh, And even, I mean, I had tried to watch it a couple of times and I could not get through the first few episodes. I was just like, I was, because like you said, I mean, there was a lot going on. It really takes its time. And I was like, okay, well, there are six names for this one dude. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and so, I don't know. Titles are important, Zach. I know. I think it was Kingslayer. (laughs) Was it Jamie Lannister? The Kingslayer. Yeah, seriously. And I was like, who, who is this? Why did, did he lose his hand yet? What happened? Like, like I would get far enough to see something big happen and then go back and remember little parts, but not enough to actually make a difference, you know. Well, it's a dangerous show in book, too, because it's like if you start late and you've heard anything. You're like, oh, well, I know this character dies in the fourth season. So following them, there are right. like, I don't care anymore. My wife and I, we kind of uh, we've watched a few, you know, 
reruns here and there. And I'm just like, I can't, I almost don't want to like restart this because it's like right. there's so much stuff that it really does not matter. Yeah. <laughs> there are plots. Yeah. I mean, it does in the long run because of allegiances and stuff, but like, holy crap. <laughs> there's yeah, some guys yeah. that was like, you don't, you, this does now, not matter. <laughs> the only sort of big criticism that I have for the show uh, and from what I've heard, this is like a direct draw from the from the uh, novels is mm. I think that the amount of uh, sexuality and like the graphic graphic violence, I think that there's too much of it. And I'm, and I'm not saying it doesn't have its its place like because there are things like you need to know about the sexual nature of like Cersei and Jamie Lannister, for example. Sure. But. At a certain point, I was like, okay, I don't need to see a 10 minute scene of this. I want to catch the plot of what's happening here. I want to know what Littlefinger's up to. I know that he owns a brothel. What's he doing with that brothel? Like, what's, how is he using that as a front? And I feel like, and and even with the violent scenes, it wasn't just the, you know, the sexual scenes, but like violent scenes that would just go on and on. And it became almost like a gore fest or like, and I just, I, in those moments, my biggest critique was I found myself wanting to know why we were seeing this for 10 minutes. You I don't know, know what I mean? I think especially with like the skin flaying and stuff, it you're in that torture sequence with uh Theon Greyjoy. Sure. For, and it, and, it, and it, it's you it, uh, you're in that instance. Absolutely. Sure. In that instance, I think it needs to, but there, there are a few though, where I feel like it drags on. I also think HBO's bit. just like, look what we can do. Sure. Look with our technology yeah. and like the battle of the bastards. That was yeah. oh, staggering. What? How do you do that? Like, how do you do that? How do you film something like that and coordinate something? And I remember we're seeing all the behind the scenes stuff for like Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. the production level, and they are yeah. hand making weapons for every single extra act. If you see someone holding a sword, that thing is made of metal. It's yeah. not plastic. They yeah. are well, not. Wasn't there one scene where Jon Snow had like a rubber sword when he pulled there out is, and you can see it wiggle? I think, <laughs> I think, yeah, when they, whenever they like, when they're wearing their, their weaponry and draw it, it's fake because of the weight. But when right. they are wielding it and you see them swinging yeah. around, it's all real. Like That's, that's so just, funny. Yeah. In fact, I heard that some of the their swords that they wear, if they're not drawing in a scene, it doesn't even draw. It's not even a blade. It's oh, really? a sheath it's with a attached. handle. It's yeah. an attached handle yeah. to a sheath that's light as, as crap. You know, yeah. they want it ease as much as they can because they're and it's it's funny too i love the you do i do love the design but at the same time all these dudes walking around i know they got their big old cloaks on at the wall but it's like a negative 100 your face is exposed we yeah. got frostbite yeah. westeros what's going on not even earmuffs yeah exactly some sort of technology for that That's but true. give me a break we live in michigan Nature and i know stuff. not to go outside <laughs> without a ski mask on when it's below oh zero gosh. seriously yeah, yeah and then you got i mean this next season there are going to be a lot of people who are very unused to that climate who Up are going to yeah. right. need a lot of fur. I well, mean, and that was, wasn't that kind of the, that's one of the big points was these people are not prepared for winter. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the people from the North are, they know how to prepare, but it's the irony know. of winter is coming. It's so literal and metaphorical in all yeah, sense of the word. Yeah. Like, yeah, wi- winter in King's Landing's not too bad weather wise, but w- winter like you've never seen is coming to right. King's Landing. Right. And that's, Absolutely. let's kind of get into a little bit of the present. I do want to talk yeah, about the video yeah. games. I do have a question. It's a little bit of a prediction. So maybe it's a bit of a break in the future. Daenerys had that vision of her in um, the throne room. Uh, with the Iron Throne, right. the roof was blown out. Snow's coming in, so winter has arrived. It, that I'm guessing is a. I'm I'm predicting King's Landing will be the first battle point of this season, and it's screwed. 
It's going to be taken, and then everything's going to fall back to Winterfell. I, it has to. I was kind of thinking that that was a flashback. Very, it, you know what I like? Yeah, but King's Landing was never in the previous bat, any previous battle, even when the Targaryens. Oh, that's yeah, that's true. I, I don't mean, well, believe what, King's were they? Landing I mean, ever Greg, you're destroyed. the you're kind of the Game of Thrones historian here. You know, you know more like, about that they, than we do. Did it for get sure. destroyed? No, the Red Keep? Uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, in her the, vision, it was wrecked. Yeah, which, which I think. So I, I don't believe that the first battle, it sounds like, and this is kind of interesting to me, that it sounds like the first major battle is going to be at Winterfell, is going to be in the north. You know what? That makes sense. And that sense. long battle with the White Walkers is going to happen relatively early on in this season. Yeah. Which well, they're means, already right there. Yeah. Because then they're they, they at the, the, the like, literal, the wall is coming down. They yeah, just yeah. came through yeah. the wall. Yeah. So that's the first logical major target, which means that for the rest of the episodes... They're going to have to turn around and then take it's a, fight it's to gonna be a retreat in some respects. Right. Um, but wait I, a minute. I mean, I've, I've looked at that oh, yeah. that vision of Danny's as a bit of a a couple different things. So early on, it could have been a prophecy for what might, what might have happened if she failed and winter oh, yeah. and winter came to Westeros. You know, a, okay, an, an empty throne room and, and winter is just everywhere. Yeah, the roof's blown dead. off and everything. Interesting. Um, more recently, there have been a couple fan theories of either um, Viserion or Danny attacking the throne uh, or attacking King's Landing after the battle. Doesn't explain winter necessarily. Um, well, but if there was beyond the fact winter, that winter, you know winter I mean? is like, there or winter yeah. has come to the land. Um, the other one being possibly that Cersei, uh, as everyone in her life has started to abandon her and or she's killed a little bit more unstable or she's yeah. killed them. Or they jump out of the a window. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. That was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, they, when the that camera was, hung on that window yeah, after he walked just, out of frame, I'm like, he's going out that yeah. window. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming you right could, back out that window. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> that was so good. But uh, but the other possibility that I've heard is uh, Cersei will pull a bit of an Ares Mad King vibe with the wildfire and oh, yeah. attempt to instead of letting Danny and Jon Snow and the armies come back down to the south, attempt to take or to destroy Winter or King's Landing on her. Do it own. all in one fell um, swoop, which also brings back in. And sorry for going down another rabbit hole here, but that brings in hey, the prophecy from the books, uh, which they focus on a little bit with Cersei's future that kind of defines her um, talking about, um, you know, how she would be queen until a younger, more beautiful queen would come to take her place Destiny. and take everything she holds dear. The part that they don't talk about in the show that's mentioned in the books is that the Valenquar, or translated to little brother, will wrap his hands around your throat and choke the life from Oh, yeah. Who she really? perceives to be Tyrion. Oh, but okay. But the idea is more more fans tend to believe that it's going to be Jamie since Cersei was technically the firstborn. Did they not talk yeah. about that at because, all in the show? Well, the- it, yeah. as it should be, I my theory is in a couple things. It's like I always love when someone is taken down by like uh, my prediction for Avengers Endgame. Thanos is going to be taken down by Gamora and uh, the uh, the robot daughter. Why am I blanking on what's her name? Uh, you're, Nova, you're, no, not Nova. You're, um, you're asking the wrong guy. But anyway, here. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's his daughters taking him out. It would be Cersei's lover, Jamie, taking her right. out. And it's brother, the, I mean, it's like the that's, ultimate yeah. irony of your closest companion, the person that you thought you were good with, being right. the one to take you out. And a further irony because Jamie has already had to do something similar to that with Ares the Mad King. Yes. Yes. To protect King's Landing from being Slayer. destroyed He'll the be first the time. So he will have to do it again. And just possibly. like how the mount, I think, prediction, the mountain and the hound will kill each other. Kligan. Yeah, Kligan. But, but 
it will, he will be the only one to take down the mountain in the process. He will die himself. Like fatally die? I, I don't know. I, I think the hound will die. They both have to die because he's a, if, even if not by the, the mountain's hand, uh, what's her face will come up right after and kill him. Uh, he's Aria? on the list. Ari, he's on the list. Oh, no matter right, what, yeah. he does not survive this show. And in the show, she told him that someday she would stick a sword. through. I him. bet he'll win. He'll beat the mountain, be victorious. And then she'll come up and be like, good work. Dead. Yeah. Or she'll pull off a mask and she'll have been the mountain and she'll not be, actually yeah, dead. That would be crazy. Like, could, oh, man. That would be crazy. Her being Gregor. Which King. means yeah. she has to kill the mountain first. Yeah. Right. Oh, that would be a killer twist. That would be a crazy <laughs> one. All right, guys. That could be a fun one. <laughs> new fan theory. If we, we call this one. Oh, I know. It, yeah. Mark it. Mark We're going to get sued by HBO. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. um, so, there's actually yeah. a pool going Is on there? at work to see. Like It's like who lives, who dies. Yeah. Well, let's kind of. So let's talk a little bit about video games since we're in the present. Sure, sure. What Zach? Like, what are there's some stupid mobile games that so, are like city building mo- and dumb. Mobile games are kind of what has taken over. I've uh. I've never okay. So here I have to admit I've never played a Game of Thrones game. I've seen some played, and actually, uh, it was really interesting. So, and I know I've referenced uh, the Game Grumps on the show before, but they brought in the actor who plays uh, Grey Worm. Um, oh. Jacob Anderson. Yeah. Uh, he AKA, was on um, uh, Riley, Riley Ritchie, and Riley. he was in Assassin's Creed Origins. He's the, he? the, I believe he's the main was character. He Bayek? I think he's Bayek. Wow. I'm but, almost but they, certain he's Bayek. They brought him in to play the game like on Game Grumps. And the game was so bad that they like, they, even he was laughing about it. He was like, I don't know what's happening. Now, it, was it a mobile game? No, no, it was like, it? I think it was PC or Xbox. How do we I mean, not have a real-time strategy game and an RPG? And a, like a turn-based, like, like RTS, remember like, Lord of the Rings 3rd we'll, we'll get to that in the future. That was a great for RPG sure. for a game, for but a the, franchise. I like think Battle for Middle-Earth too. Yeah, Battle for Middle-Earth, anything like that. I think the thing that's that. happening with the video games, though, just in my opinion, is that the show is so big and the show is so vast that they're they're trying to bottle up lightning if they put that into a video game. They're like, oh, we have to put it in a certain age, a right. certain right. character. But they really don't. They really don't. You could even yeah. set it. A few years before the show. T- I mean, there's so much history of war going on that like it could just be, you know, between or after the fact. It's like, oh, new clans have or new cities have arisen. Right. A new, a new battle. White Walkers are coming on back. Some, I don't know. Yeah. And, can, and I, I think there's definitely room for it. Sure. Uh, Plenty of runway there. But yeah. I, I think the problem, though, that they're going to face is if they try to make a video game that's of that scale, because at its core, Game of Thrones is it's huge in scale. You need... It'd be it'd be tough. You're you're. You need someone like EA. They'd hire somebody big and dumb like that. But I mean, they're. But either way, though, you're competing with this giant, and I I think that I think that it would be really hard. It's in the same way that you know you don't see a Legend of Zelda movie yet, because how do you keep up with a with a franchise that big? How do you take this universe that's so big and compress it? How do you take this this universe that's had, you know, five going, it's going to be, what, what, a total of eight books, see, you know, all these seasons of TV shows and compress it into a video game? I think, I, I was hoping that once we fleshed out the series more, or once they got deeper into seasons and we realized just exactly the landscape, who, what, how big each continent kind of was, sure. where people were coming from, that were like, because now... We can definitively say we know pretty much all land masses, towns and where people like a lot of a lot of major stuff, even north right. of the wall. You don't in the game. You don't even have to go north. Of, if we had a video game like that, yeah. you, even just the I, Westeros I, alone, you could make a strategy. I, I do sure. want to talk more about like what a video game could be. Yeah. But I need to hold my tongue because I think that's got to be a future of the franchise sure. point. Sure. Um, um, and 
Well, we could just kind of sneak into it because we are we are already. I'm going to say like it has to be the let's call it who's going to who's going to win. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Well, I think it's got to be uh, Daenerys and Jon Snow are the literal main characters or at least yeah. for the television series. Sure. They are protagonists. We're never going to see Jon. I don't as just coming from a mind of a script writing, you know, that mentality. Yeah. We will not see Jon Snow die again. Maybe. You, I mean, you kill you've killed him multiple times and literally resurrected him. It's you've already blown the. I think it's, if he it's like making in the, in the new Star Wars. They're like, oh, is Ray going to be a Skywalker? Is Ray going to be a Skywalker? No, we already got the Skywalker reveal. Right. It's Kylo Ren. He's been he is a Skywalker. They're not going to be like, yeah, she is, too. Like, how right. boring and true, predict- yeah. dumb is that? Well, did yeah. they my yeah. my question then uh, to kind of our our resident book expert is how uh, <laughs> a little. Oh, yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> pinky out. But of course. Uh, yeah. uh, but. What, how, uh, how do I want to phrase this? How uh, important or large are John and uh, Danny's roles in the books? Are they as big as they are in the show? Or are they more yes, of the, okay. So. Yes, yeah. and, and and just to, as a reminder to set the stage where we are with both of these characters in the books, so you know how far the show has gone ahead of the books. Right now, at the end of the fifth book, Jon Snow has just been killed, murdered by his brothers of the Night's Watch. Okay. So the resurrection thing, that was readers knew at some point since Melisandre was already there at the wall, that that would probably somehow come into yeah, play. Yeah, she predict that. Yeah. Um, but that hasn't happened yet. Um, meanwhile, Daenerys is just at the point where I think she was at the end of season, I want to say season five, where she had just left Marine. Okay. Okay. And yeah. was taken by the Dothraki. All the big herd. East. She, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, and meanwhile, Marine is under siege. Oh, by, yeah, yeah. By the wise masters, the the army that's outside their gate. Yes. And it's actually Barristan, Sir Barristan the Bold, who is still alive in the books. Okay. Who is manning the siege at Marine, and that's actually wow. where the book six is supposed to take place, or, or supposed to start with two major battles: one at the Wall in the north. With I believe the others, as they're called in the books, the White Walkers. Oh, okay. And then the oh, battle, the the battle at Marine. Yes, they're huh. known as well. They're also known as the White Walkers, but more commonly they're referred to as the others. Interesting. Which I is like what that. the Children of the Forest originally called them. Oh, yeah. little nymph fairies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when, but they do have the same amount of prominence in the books. When okay. did okay. the main them? delineation occur? Would you say what in the what event in the show? Or in the book, they're like, oh, and they've started really going separate. Well, I think it really happened at the end of season five, in all honesty. When he ran out of time, um, literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, when, we, when we ran out yeah. of, of established canon to go off of. That's yeah. when uh, that's when D.B. Weiss and David Benioff sat down with George R. R. Martin, talked at length about where the show was going in terms of where the plot needed to go. Sure. Where the book series, what the end result was. Um, but as they said many times leading up to now, and even still say there, there are major delineations. The end product is going to largely be the same, but how we get there, who's alive, who's, who's, who's not, alive is, a major is going one. to be well, very I, different. I'm and we're already though, seeing that. The, the actress who plays uh, Arya Stark, uh, Maisie Williams, I think yes. her name is, uh, I think she was quoted as saying people, are, viewers are going to need therapy after the finale of this, of this show. Yes. And so that leads me to believe that more people are going to die than Oh, I think every Absolutely. episode is going to be like half the cast will get wiped out each time. 
half. You think half, so? Half, half. It'll just get. Oh, it, and it'll be. It's going to be. I think we have to realize that every episode of this season, because there's only, I think, six or eight episodes coming. Six. six. It's going to be. OK, we're starting this. I see that character. This is the last time I see that character ever. Yeah. Again. Like yeah. we have to. Every episode is going to be that. I, there's right. major things in each one. There can't not be. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Um. When. OK, so. I think that Daenerys will be victorious and with Jon Snow. They are. How? OK. Also, how are we supposed to feel about incest? I, like, why do they want us the to is, like though, it? They- <laughs> George, <laughs> you and George Lucas, both the Georges. Well, Cut it they, out with your weird the romance. Thing is, they, they tricked us into it. <laughs> too. Yeah, like, they did. They, they no, got but they didn't. They, they we did. knew. I didn't know. I when, you knew when, they were related. I mean, Jon Snow and Daenerys, you knew that I knew they you started guessing they were related like two seasons ago. You think so? I well, they maybe started I hinting something. at everything. Well, it's been a lar- a longstanding theory with book readers because um, there's a lot more detail that's gone into Ooh. about the past of Jon Snow's parenting. Well, you find Lyanna out about the, and Rhaegar. You find out about okay, um, yeah. what's his name bringing him back as a baby. Uh, that once you see that flashback scene, you know Jon Snow is a Targaryen. Yeah, that the baby yeah, he brought back is not him. And even from square one, they put in the book, and maybe not in the first season. They do talk about how. Um, uh, Stark is so by the books and so rule driven. That's why he beheads his man from coming back, like deserting his post, even though he wasn't. He was reporting right. it. Like he is so by the books. You think he's just going to have one weird affair? Yeah. That care the most. And he never brings it up with his wife. He just that's it. And you're like, right. It was they go. It was the only thing he's ever done that was against his character. So you think you really did it? No, right. That's not his kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, and, but the thing is, though, they they lead you to question everybody's oh, sure. character. Like, and, and that was why I I was thinking to myself, well, Ned wouldn't do that. Ned never would do that. But at Every the same other, time, other character does it, and that's but, what confuses you. But, but yeah, but at the same time, I was like, well, I wouldn't expect this character to have done that. I wouldn't expect that Theon to have sister. yeah, like <laughs> Theon to to you know abandon everyone that he loves and turn against them. Like, yeah. you know, there there are so many things that defy your expectations in that show that I was able to suspend my disbelief about Ned's values enough to say, okay, yeah, I can see him slipping up. I don't know. They just, the fact that they just kept putting so much emphasis on how by the books and that father's yeah. like the rule was clear. Like it, I right away, I'm just like, it's not. And the fact that he was just like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And it's not because he's embarrassed. It's because he literally can't because everyone would be screwed if he did. Right. Including yeah. John. And yeah, it would just be a huge problem. I don't know why. You just made me think of the quote, though, when Robert Baratheon's like, God's our strong then. I like, know, right. <laughs> um, so and I know I know that in the, I don't know why right. I thought about it. I'm sorry. It in, seems very in the, the books, book. they put emphasis on the Targaryens. Our incest is in their lineage. Yes. Yeah. And I guess which is what led. To craziness, which yeah. is yeah, which often is the truth in real life. Um, but like yeah. the royal family, um, oh snap, we got sued by the royals. No, uh, <laughs> it's because. But the thing is, with the show in the books, you're like, okay, you get that throughout the books. You hear about it, and you're like, okay, you don't have to be okay with it. But at least you're used to it, right? In the show, we've only been used to incest from. Uh, Jamie and Cersei, and then yep. a little bit from Theon and Mizzle. That was weird. I'm, yeah. He, he did stuff on a horse with his sister. Yeah, um, that was, that was like, an uncomfortable and, scene. And I know that it's like it, they, the Daenerys and John technically don't know when they do it, but we right. as the audience do. It's very and Oedipus. meaning that it's like the writer's like, hey, you got to be cool with this one because we have to. I can't not 
now be like, I hope John and Daenerys don't win because I mean, what are we right? Gonna, yeah, like, they, that just it's does such not a make weird, sense. conflicting thing. Well, and they, I'm not cool about it. I guess. I guess my thought with it though is, uh, you know, obviously, like I don't, I don't feel great about that. But I think maybe that's why they set up the fact that the Targaryens have that in their lineage. Well, it's so another, much. just another foreshadowing well, thing coming to light. It's like it's a, you know it's you don't you don't look at people like uh, you know these people are going around torturing and killing people and flaying people. And you're like, Oh, okay, that's fine. You know? So, so but I at think the same time, they make so much fun of Jamie and Cersei for being brother and sister. Babes. Right. Like that is in, in the world, the mountain literally crushes dudes heads for making fun of her. So in society, right. it's not cool. Beheading people is, but incest. That's true. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, we drew some lines in the sand. Let's yeah. try and stick by some of our like morals. So, so, so my, <laughs> not to like, you know, jump ship on topics here, but no, well, yeah. my, my question to you guys then is as we're going into the future of the franchise here, uh, also quick side note, pistachio, the studio cat is back in today. Hi, pistachio. pistachio. She's just sniffing the couch. She's doing her thing. Yeah. Uh, so where do you guys want to see, First of all, this season go. And second of all, uh, maybe something like we'll start with this for let's say for a video game. Uh, I know you mentioned an RTS, uh, which I think would be awesome. I I honestly would be cool with sort of a uh, almost like an Elder Scrolls type game where you can you can make your own character, choose what house you want to be a part of and gun for the throne. Yeah. Like or make your own house or do whatever. And, yeah. yeah. And and your goal is to try to take over the throne and maybe they can have the game set up in such a way that there is no clear win that you can. It can be like a king of the hill. How long can you how long can you hold the throne before you, you get over? You constantly are going into the world of Westeros into servers and there's always a battle for the throne going on. Yeah. And however, literally, like it's like a long running king of the hill. I think they have a mode for that in Elder Scrolls Online, actually. Don't Do they? they really? So, a game of like, Thrones? That would well, be- no, I mean, like in terms of they have like the, the area surrounding the throne or like the. In, I'm trying to remember the name of the the province, but there's like a PvP version. Really, where you guys can like battle, like you That's, besiege the city. Yeah. And They're then, already onto something. Yeah, so there's yeah. already like mechanics and precedent in place for that. I think that would be really cool. But one thing that one thing that is um, is certain is there's a lot more room to explore this world um, because oh, yeah. they focus on Westeros a lot. I mean, Danny's. Uh, journey takes place a bit in Essos, but one thing, and I would encourage anyone who wants to learn more about this, uh, about the world itself, beyond reading the the series books themselves, there's an anthology called The World of Ice and Fire. Uh, mm. And it goes into a lot of detail, both from like a chronological perspective, but mm. also geographical. It talks about the lands east, uh, far east in Eth- Essos. Um, some of the other civilizations that are out there, uh, and and also another continent to the south of Essos called Sothorios, which we hear almost nothing. About. I was gonna say that does not sound familiar like there's, at all. There's a so there's a lot that's been built out in this world that the series just doesn't have the capacity to cover. Right. But um, I know after this series ends, HBO is already doing a prequel series. After this has already been greenlit, I think production starts this year um, on a new series that kind of takes place thousands of years before yes um called uh during the age of heroes and kind of talks about the descent into the long night probably a little bit about the birth of the white walkers mm-hmm. okay but we might also see a little bit more of what happened across the sea in essos because beyond the children of the forest the humans like the men whether they're the first men or the andals all came from across the sea so yeah something's going so, on over there so it'll be very interesting it was to like see a mesopotamia 
Yeah. So the, we, we don't really know where they came from or why they came. And there's also in this is more in a world of ice and fire. There's also a little bit of talk of or, or stories from the Far East that have a similar construct to the wall called the five forts that mm-hmm. hold at bay uh, monsters from a frozen tundra over there that sound that in many ways mirror the White Walkers in Western. Oh, okay. So like there's a lot of. Really Something's cool happened. places that they could yeah. take it and buy that same extension, yeah. doing a massive MMO RPG that not only takes place in Westeros, but where you could so train to be a, yeah. a faceless man assassin, yeah. a warlock yeah. of Karth, a water dancer from Bravos, yeah. a Dothraki horse lord. Distance like, is do- true. I think a game like we should we gotta get we have the technology now. We can push yeah. these games to their limit where it takes you a while if you want to go to Westeros or if you want yeah. to go fight the Dothraki. Like you yeah. have to travel there and. Kind see like what happens on the way. Red Dead Redemption. Exactly. Yeah, take your horse. You can take your time. And that, would, and that yep. would give you, yep. that would sort of give consequence to what you wanted to do. Exactly. It's not just, oh, I'm going to go there and try the to kill The entire way consequence. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and that would actually be really more more of an homage to the books because one of the things that, that you get some of in, in the show when, let's say, Brienne and Podrick are traveling up the King's Road to go try to find Sansa at the Eyrie. But a lot of what happens and a lot of the things you miss out on in the series are the smaller encounters. Like some of the characters well, they meet along the way, some of the smaller events. It's very Gresham. It reminds me of Odysseus. It's like his major plot point of killing his father happens he walking along the road. He's told he's going to kill his father. And he's like, oh, well, you know, that's just a beggar. I'll kill him. Like, if you found right. out this thing, it's like, never kill again. There's your first step. But right. anyway, <laughs> if you're going to have to. But it's the it's almost like that. All the the some ma- the most major important things happen just passing on the road. Lord of the Rings, they pass a uh, Saruman afterwards and Wormtongue after the uh, his tower's fallen. And they just pass him on the road. And there's this huge thing that never happens in the movie. And like this, a very big, very important scenes. But yeah, it's just, I think it's, it might be of that like old travel. Like he's writing to that. It's like, yeah, the journey is just as important. So I I guess the the final sort of question that I want to leave you guys with is, and we touched on it a little bit earlier, who sits in the throne and who do you think is going to be like the most like uh, pertinent death? So uh, we'll we'll start with you, Dave. What do you, what do you think? Who's gonna who's gonna wind up on the throne? Daenerys. You think I, so? I think it's just based off of all, and it's if they're really gonna go the destiny route, like things continue to line up in the show that you wouldn't expect, and they're like, oh, that does fulfill the destiny, and right. it's so cool how it does because you're like you're thinking one thing, like you said, like the little a little brother will wring your neck, but it's gonna be Jamie. You're like, oh, oh, crap. Right. It was a true. It's always true. It's the irony of a true destiny, right. no matter how hard you try to escape it. So, so many things have lined up for her. And it's like, technically, the Targaryens are the true heirs to the throne from the La- Baratheon yeah. that was stolen. Yeah. Technic- even though it's the most recent event, it was stolen from them, even though they sh- he shouldn't have. He was bad, but still. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. So I think Daenerys and then John will be by her side, not as in the, on the throne. He won't want to take that position. Right. He'll right. lead the men, you know, or be the general of some yeah. sort. Uh, yeah. So that's my, I, that's my prediction. I, I want to hear yours last. So I'm going to, I'm going to, Oh, a big death. I'll go. We'll do, let's oh, say yeah, who yeah, gets, yeah. takes the throne first. Then we'll do the, okay. you go. Um, I think that it'll be one of two things. I think it'll either be Arya Stark mm-hmm. that takes it. The throne. Yeah. Okay. I think that we're going to see like a come from behind victory there. And I think that she won't keep it. I think it'll be something where she's like, I have the throne 
the throne is no more. Democracy like, reigns. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> freedom. Like, I think a big that, banner. I, we won. Right. I, I, I think that it'll be. I think that it'll be something. I mean, obviously, I don't think they'll go like towards like democracy, but I think that she'll get to a point where she wants where she'll say like no more wars over this garbage. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I could see something like that happening, but regardless of whether she goes that way or not, I think it's going to be Arya. Okay. I just have a gut feeling. What about you? Whew. Um, it's really hard to say. Uh, I guess my gut, my gut pulls me toward it being Jon Snow. Um, yeah. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, the books are, are, and George R. R. Martin has made no secret of this. There's a lot that deals with prophecy. Cersei's life in tragedy, like the tragedy yeah. of her life is in the self-fulfilling prophecies, the mm-hmm. self-infliction she brings upon herself. Um, and, and one of the biggest prophecies that's denoted over and over is this one of the prince that was promised or the hero called Azor Ahai. Um, and it talks about like uh, great sac, a hero who rises through great sacrifices, tempers a sort of fire like, yeah. by plunging it through his love's heart uh, to, to save the world from darkness. Um, mm. So to me, I, and Beric has mentioned to John that he will, they will find no joy in the time that they're left on earth. So I, I'm, and I guess I'm answering both questions a little bit here. Sure. I think something will happen where Danny will be rec- will be forced to sacrifice herself to uh. and become, you know, finally give herself to being the queen that she, you know, a queen who can put aside self, like her own. Because that's one thing she's battled with, too, throughout the series is, yeah. you know, being a good ruler and someone who's of the people versus her feeling on her belief in herself, as she says, belief in Daenerys Tar- Targaryen and her right to rule. Yeah. So I think that could be an instance where she's able to put that aside and really do something for the greater good of the people. And Jon Snow somehow through that sacrifice, since he is a Targaryen, we know now. Yeah, no, right. that's true. Um, that and is, true. is technically the heir to the iron. He's Rhaegar's he's son, so male. he's the heir. Yeah, even though she's older, um, he's yeah, technically... I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, so, yeah he's a male so heir. he would be the one to take the throne, and and he wouldn't really get a lot of joy from it. But that's a, a ruler who doesn't necessarily want the rule. I mean, that's it's it's a it's trope Ned that's been Stark. used. It is, and it's, it's kind of like Maximus from uh, Maximus from Gladiator. Yeah. You know, the re- he, not wanting it is the reason that he should be the one to rule. You and know, anything, or the anything best Daniel candidate. Die. You I think do. Daniel, I think Daniel. That, that was going to be my guess too. Yeah, that's so that, that's my um, guess as to who that is. That is a good one. The other, I mean, By the way, we got to give props to Amelia Clark. I'm finding out about the two strokes she had whilst, whilst filming. Yeah, yeah she's no a way. trooper. Like, it's mm-hmm. incredible. Like, wow. Literally, the scene, like you can you see it. She was going through them uh, in the takes they used. Like what? she was performing during the aneurysms. Oh, like, my gosh. Two, well, yeah, she had in between two. surgeries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. Oh my goodness, I did not know yeah. that. Okay, so, so who do you think is going to be the the big death? Big deaths. Oh. I mean, there's going to be a lot of big deaths. Cersei is going to eat it for yeah, sure. For sure, it'll be a last episode death. She'll go yeah. down the last. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of, like I said, mutual killings. Like Hound takes out the mountain, but is fatally wounded in the process. Sure. Uh, I think Theon's going to get killed by. Saving his sister. Saving his sister. He's because he's not a bad guy. I don't think a, a good guy's going to take murder him. I he will hell have to redeem himself. Right. Um. And yeah, as far I'm, I'm most excited for the mountain and the hound fight. That's yeah. I've been looking at that like the um like uh Prince Oberyn and the mountain fight. Yeah. Like that. I really hope I'm that it's very Arya for as, what that's as the mountain be. though. I hope that it's <laughs> that would be so wild. cool. Because aren't aren't both. Uh, the the boys, uh, both the clique, uh, both the uh, mountain and the hound on the list. 
Another I hound is. I think are. the mountain is too. I think yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just anybody saying, related to the death of the family, and yeah, he's. I'm, a, I'm yeah. just saying that could be that could be a thing. Yeah, um, it could. Now, does but, he put Frankenstein in the book? Mountain? Do they Frankenstein him? Um. Yeah, they do. Uh, his name is Robert Strong, and I think they that they give him that name in the show too briefly. But they <laughs> they, they they bring it back to calling him Sir Gregor. Very okay, he's like, this is, but, it's not Gregor. in the book. <laughs> it's Sir, Sir Robert Strong. Yeah, yeah Bob okay. Strong. Bob yeah. Strong. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> they like do. He sells used they cars. Do, like Kyburn like, <laughs> is still very much the creepy mad scientist cool. and everything like cool. that. Cool. Um, yeah, as much as I wish that Jamie would be the or Arya would be the one to kill Cersei, because I feel like that'd be so much catharsis. Yeah, I feel like it's going to. Now it, it it wouldn't be as good as, unless Jamie did it. Jamie's Agreed. It. It'll, it'll be much more. He's poignant. got so much more of a connection to her, and she wouldn't see it coming. More the real question I think is who's going to survive. Yeah, we'll I guess find out. I guess we will have to we'll wait have and see. see. So uh, you guys, we're super <laughs> excited for this for this season to air. Uh, we would love it if you would drop us, uh, and it has to be before the season airs, okay? But if you drop us an email or a comment on Instagram or something, we want to know what your predictions Send are. Send us your predictions. Yeah, uh, and if you uh, if you and predict, your favorite moments, if you predict right, who knows? Maybe we'll have a giveaway for those who predict correctly. But you have maybe. to get that email to us before Sunday night. Yeah, so you will hear about this on today on Friday, today or tomorrow Saturday, but before it airs on Sunday, Eastern Standard Time, nine p.m. Get us those answers. Yeah, absolutely. But Greg, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It guys. was an excellent perspective. And oh my God, so yeah. much information. I had no idea. I know. I know. If we had uh, more time, oh, I know. This is one we of the ones that we could we'll really probably talk. Do, I think we should come on back after and do one right before the season finale. Yeah, yeah. Or right uh, after the season a little, finale. A little post mortem. We'll yeah. do a post mortem after the season finale. So part yeah. two, expect that come June or July. Yeah. Whenever Sounds that. great. Probably June because it's well, and, such a short uh, and season. And as always, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening and listening i can't speak to that we appreciate you guys listening and uh and we hope that you guys keep listening and uh if you can do us a huge favor pop over to itunes or spotify stitcher google play wherever you listen give that a little five star rating click subscribe uh it helps us out a ton share and, with uh, your friends That's yeah the big gets one. us friends and family gets us a little bit closer to some uh some big goals that we have and some mm-hmm. stuff to share with you guys yeah. Uh, keep an eye out for uh, Dave's Instagram takeover. Yes, there will be more information on the Instagram takeover. We're going to do more mini episodes. So, yep. So we got that coming that. up, and uh, yeah. and yeah, we'll be seeing you guys next time. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. The next franchise we'll be unpacking is Diablo. But in the meantime, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play, and Spotify, and be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.